Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome everyone to episode 133 of the Retire With Confidence podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And today, like we teased last week, even though we had the same clothes on, the same it's exact, coincidence, same underwear a, and everything. It's yeah. coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about, we were teasing the concept of capital gains. Mm-hmm. Okay. So capital gains and opportunity zones, qualified opportunity zones. So that's the discussion topic for today. So what is an opportunity zone? And this is from the 2017 uh, Trump tax bill, whatever that's called, I forget. But anyway, what they created in that tax bill was the definition of an opportunity zone, which is an economic development tool which allows people to invest in distressed areas in the U.S. Purpose is to spur economic growth and job creation in low-income communities while providing tax benefits to investors. So basically, they've looked at areas across the U.S. where there's lack of development, lack of money coming in. There's mm-hmm. they wanted to enhance, like, give provide incentive to have people bring money into this area. Right, investors don't wouldn't norm, ordinarily have a lot of motivation for being in those areas without you know. Yeah, so it's a low income depressed area, and we want to kind of provide a catalyst for investment. Yeah, revitalize. Yeah. So um, usually it has, I mean, because of the geography, right? Usually like we think of it as a real estate investment mm-hmm. or starting a business in a particular area. So uh, without getting into too many of the, the fine comb details, right? The idea is that we invest in a, a fund or whatever that's deploying money in this area, whether it's like a hotel or a, a apartments or mm-hmm. other multifamily or you know something of that nature that's in this one zone with this one zip code. There's like 8,000 areas across the country, I think that's... That are qualified opportunity yeah. zones. Okay. Right. So you know, you're doing good by investing money in these communities, um, but the, in, the incentive that we're talking about today is uh, deferring taxes. So, so here's the deal. You look at your last six months. So, you know, look at today and go back six months with Ameritrade. It's really easy. You can run your realized capital gains report and you can do a custom date range. Okay. So you look at how much you have, and this would be like your taxable account, right? Your trust, your TOD, your joint account, right? Not your IRA. Right. We're only worried about, real capital gains. So you look at that six month number and let's just pick a round number. Let's say that you have $100,000 in realized gains over the last six months. Well, they could be short term or they could be long term, mm-hmm. right? If they're short term, then they're taxed at your ordinary income rate, right? Yeah. So, you know, it could be 12, 22, 24, 32, 37. Right. So most working individuals, yeah, yeah. Who, have a, who are earning an income, are going to pay some tax on that. For yeah. Sure. 
So the higher tax rate that, that you're in, the more incentive you'd have to, to consider something like this. So let's just take the most harsh example, right? Let's say you have a 37% bracket mm -hmm. and they're all short-term gains. Right, okay. Okay, so you're gonna owe 37,000 on that 100,000. Right. So that, that hurts, mm -hmm. right? So what happens if you take that 100,000 and put it into an opportunity zone investment. Well, you you get to defer that thirty-seven thousand dollar tax. Right. So there's there's a couple of timelines here as well. Okay. So if you defer, so if you buy the qualified opportunity zone now and hold it into next year, so into January, well now that thirty-seven thousand dollar tax gets pushed into 22, okay? Mm -hmm. Which means that the tax is not due until April of 23. True. Okay, if you hold the opportunity zone for another year, right, you, you, you continue punting, okay? Right. You can't like get in and out of the opportunity zone, like you have to hold it, okay? But there's a, a milestone, if you hold it for five years, okay, then, the IRS magically takes a 10% reduction hmm. off of the $100,000 capital gain. So now it's as if mm -hmm. you only had a $90,000 capital gain, but the money is due um, after five years. So that would be April of 27. So you've been able to not only defer for the last five years, now you also can get a 10% yeah. break on it as well? Yes. So that's like a, a, a little carrot at the end yeah. to, to continue holding on, holding on, okay? Right. Now there's another carrot. If you hold the opportunity zone investment for a full 10 years, okay, that's a long time, mm -hmm. then all of the gains on the opportunity zone investment itself are tax-free. Hmm. Sounds like a Roth IRA. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> right? So, mm -hmm. I don't know. What if, Yeah. so 10 years, right? We talk about like, hey, it would be nice if we could double our money every 10 years, just as a concept. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if these opportunity zones <clears throat> will, I have no idea. Right. Okay. But what if it did? Well then, right. that's a, you, you would deferred your $37,000 tax for five years, mm -hmm. and then it actually shrunk magically, and whatever the 100000 Right, because you sold, you had 100,000 in gains, which you rolled into the opportunity zone, then that grows to, I don't know, 150, 200, then that is all tax-free as well, but you have to hold it for 10 years. Yeah. Sounds kind of gimmicky, doesn't it? <laughs> a little bit, but there's a lot of, I mean, those are some pretty nice advantages as well. Yeah, yeah, and with all of the, you know, the market gains, and a lot of people are trading a lot more, and there's the meme stocks and mm -hmm. you know the Teslas and all that. You know, people are looking at some of these gains thinking, oh no. And you can do it with short or long-term gains. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You can do it with Bitcoin gains. You yeah. Know, stuff like that. So point is you've got all these things happening, and if you have these gains, this is something you could consider. We're not mm -hmm. recommending it. This is not a recommendation. This is not a uh, strategy that you need to do okay right. we're just having a conversation here and we're bringing it to your attention mm -hmm. um, 
So the term is Qualified Opportunity Zone. Mm-hmm. And as the year comes to an end, we're taking a closer look here, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think the takeaway for most people is, is if you find yourself in a situation where maybe it's a capital gains problem or maybe it's some other kind of financial problem, right? And you, you're not sure how to deal with it, it's a good time just to reach out to us and see, do we have any ideas? Is there a way to do this? Is there a way to be efficient with this new you know, tax issue or whatever, whatever that financial problem is? Um, yeah, so you, you know, that reminds me about tax planning. Mm-hmm. You know, I just called my CPA and I scheduled my tax planning meeting for the end of November. Mm-hmm. So by the end of November, we have a pretty good idea of what the year looks like, right? Yeah. You know, pretty close. Mm-hmm. So CPA runs it through their system. By the way, we have our own pretty good system that we use now yep. too for that. But I always want to go to the CPA for the official, yeah. you know, the official official numbers. Right. So I'm going to talk to him and say, okay, if I do a Roth conversion, what am I going to pay? If I do an opportunity zone, how can that help? Right. If I do this or do that, uh, what am I looking at? And if I have a tax bill coming, then you know I have December, January, February, March and some of April, you know, mm-hmm. four and a half months to yeah, start preparing <laughs> to, right. to put my ducks in a row yeah. to get that money together, you know. So, you know, this year I did do a conversion. I did switch to fund the Roth 401k mm-hmm. starting in July. So, uh, you know, compared to last year, didn't have the conversion, had, you know, all year of pre-tax contributions, mm-hmm. right? So there's some differences there, yeah. you know. And, you know, 21's been a good year for peak, right? Mm-hmm. So that's counting against you right. as well for, uh, for taxes. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of nervous, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking at this thinking this could be a solution to buy your tax bill down a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you think you might have a tax problem and you'd like to talk about this or any other strategy, give us a call. Look us up on peakwm.com. You can book online. We'd be happy to be your second opinion, whether it's with the investments or tax planning or whatever. Yeah, anything. Yeah. (coughs) So check us out at peakwm.com. And if you've been listening to the podcast, check it out on YouTube. Uh, It's visual. Okay, and I think I'm a visual guy. It's stunning. Stunning, yeah. yeah. It's in it's in high def, 4K, <laughs> super HD. Yes, it is. And you can uh, subscribe on YouTube as well. So thanks. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.